the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the program. You are listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> we are li- we are a live program, obviously, with all of our technical difficulties. Well, listen. Hey, thank you for joining in tonight. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Let's start the program off with prayer. You know, the Lord is in charge. The Lord is in control. And he is awesome and mighty and able to do abundantly and exceedingly beyond what we ask. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. I thank you and I praise you, Father. You are absolutely awesome and miraculous and mighty and majestic, Lord. There are, no, there, there are not enough words to describe, Lord, who you are and how you, how you come and, 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 Lord, you just minister to us and you, you give us comfort, you give us joy. Lord, I just pray, Father, that everyone listening tonight that we would have an experience with you tonight, Lord, that we would be in your presence tonight. Lord, just fill this place, fill every place, Lord, where this radio station is heard. I just pray, Lord, that you would fill every place with your presence, that your Holy Spirit would rule and reign tonight through this radio program, and that we would receive comfort, that we would receive power, that we would receive, Lord, all that you have in store for us tonight in this next hour. I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Bless Every listener, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, again, if you just joined us, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour. We'll be talking about the Bible. We'll be taking your prayer requests. Like Roly said, this is a live program. We are here in studio in Glendale, California, and we're ready to take your phone calls. We're ready to talk about the Bible. We're ready to pray for your prayer requests. You know, um, Hebrews, the 11th chapter, tells us, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Faith is the assurance. You have the assurance of things that you don't see, things that are not material to you right now. You have the assurance that God hears your prayer and God will cause things to happen in your life to change your circumstance, to change your situation. So if you're sick, if you're in a circumstance right now where you don't know what to do, you don't know where to turn, well, the first place we turn is we turn to prayer. We turn to God. We seek him for all of his power, for all of his strength, for all of his desire and his will in our life. You know, we're, we're told again in Hebrews, it's uh, Hebrews 4.16 says, Therefore, let us draw near with confidence. There's that word confidence again. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, so that we what what, so that we may receive mercy, and find grace to help in time of need. 
Well, are you in a time of need? Do you know somebody who's in a time of need? Well, like I always say, let's stand in that gap. There's a gap. There's a time of need. There's a situation. There's a sickness. There's a disease that, that, that needs healing. There's a circumstance that needs God's intervention. And we can have this confidence. We can have this confidence. We can have this faith. Faith for things hoped for but not seen yet. We can come to his throne of grace and ask for his grace, his mercy, his help in time of need. So if you have a need, if you have a desire you want to bring before the Lord tonight, if you want to stand in the gap for your circumstance or someone else's circumstance, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. For the live on the air calls, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you want to bring something before the Lord, I'd love the opportunity, the chance to pray with you, to pray for you, to help you come before the Lord in prayer and seek his power, seek his intervention, to seek his grace, his mercy, for whatever the situation is. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Also, if you have a Bible question, something you want to ask about Christianity, uh, religion, doctrine, theology, uh, the cults, the occult, whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever's uh, troubling you, maybe you, you read something, maybe you heard something, and you want to get a better understanding, well, the answer to your question is in the Word of God. So whatever your question is, whether it's on Islam or Jehovah Witness, Mormonism, uh, maybe you, you heard a sermon and you want to get a better understanding. Maybe you read a passage in the Bible that's troubling or, or, or confusing. Well, the Bible's not confusing. Really, when we, when, we have, when we have such the power of the Holy Spirit to, to reveal God's Word to us, He says He will reveal His Word to us. He will make known the mysteries of His Word. You know, what greater mystery is there than how can a, a loving, holy, just, mighty God save a sinner like me, a sinner like you? The mystery of grace, the mystery of salvation. You know, if you have a question about, about salvation, maybe, maybe you think you're good enough to get to heaven on your own. Maybe you think you don't need Jesus. Why do you need Jesus? Why is it so necessary to, to, to believe in Jesus? Why is Jesus the only way? Whatever your question is, things like that, call in tonight. We'd love to, I'd love to have the opportunity to talk to you about, about the Bible. The number is 1-888-995-5552. Another opportunity you have, you can call in tonight and give a, a, a praise report. How has the Lord blessed you this week, this month? You know, I have a praise report with my buddy Stephen here tonight. His mom, uh, we prayed for her last week. Her name is Soledad. And uh, uh, we, uh, we prayed for her last week because her car got stolen. That very night, last, last Saturday night, Sunday morning, her car got stolen. But yet we prayed, we asked the Lord, and guess what? Her car was found and she got her car back. So Stephen shared that with me as I walked into the radio tonight. And I just wanted to give a shout-out to the Lord and say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you for hearing our prayer. Thank you for blessing Soledad, giving our car back. So we can do things like that. We can encourage each other with, with, with words of, uh, of just praise reports and letting other people know what, what, what God is able to do. 
So call in tonight with your prayer request. Call in tonight with your Bible questions, with your praise reports, whatever's on your mind tonight. If you've got a topic, something you want to talk about, uh, call in. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Well, uh, as always, I want to remind you that we get together every Friday night for worship and prayer in, in Arcadia. Uh, we'd love for you to come out and visit. We'd love for you to come out and be a part of the prayer meeting. It's a prayer meeting, and we just get before the Lord, and we just get into his presence, and we lift up prayers, and we lift up praise, and we lift up worship. So if, you've, uh, if you'd like to come out on Friday night and join us for prayer and worship, we'd love for you to come out. It's uh, every Friday night at uh, 8 o'clock, 8 p.m., uh, at 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Uh, we'd love for you to come out and join us for prayer and worship. You know, we get into the Word. We've been doing a, a 16-week uh, study in the in the Gospel of Mark. We, we did the 14th chapter uh, last night, and I'll be sharing a little bit about that, about that with you later in the program. We'll be sharing the Word. Uh, but we, we, we get into God's Word. We get into God's presence, and that's what church is all about. That's what Bible meetings should be about. That's what prayer meetings are about, getting into God's presence in worship, in praise, and just seeking seeking to be in his throne. You know, it says we can come to his throne. We can come to his throne and be in his presence. You know, uh, a lot of times we pray for God's presence to be where we are. No, we need to be in his presence. We need to be lifted up into his presence. We need to be brought into that throne room. We need to be brought into that holy of holy, that place of meeting with him. So that's our desire. That's what we seek on Friday nights. So if you, if you, if the Lord leads you, We'd love for you to come out and join us for Friday night prayer meetings at 8 o'clock every Friday night in Arcadia. It's easy to get to. Just take the 210 freeway, uh, get off at Santa Anita Avenue, go north on Santa Anita for one block, and you'll see Foothill Boulevard. Make a right for one more block. You'll see First Avenue. Make another right, and then you'll see us on the corner of Forest and First Avenue uh, at 805 North First Avenue every Friday night at 8 p.m. Uh, and then Sunday mornings, uh, we get together uh, th- at the same church for Sunday morning worship at 10 a.m. with Pastor Walter Hofflin at the Hills Church. So if you're looking for a church to visit or a church to make your home, we'd love for you to come out uh, Friday nights at 8 and then Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Uh, praise the Lord. Also, uh, we can also be heard on podcast. Uh, we've got over 50 programs uh, on the podcast page. So if you missed the program or you'd like to share this program with somebody, uh, you can always go to kkla.com slash podcast. Just go to kkla.com and you'll see the podcast page. Look for the podcast page and then look for the Gypsy Christian Hour. You can catch up on uh, previous shows. You can share this show with somebody and tell them you know, that uh, we study the word here and we pray for people here. We stand in the gap for the needs of God's people. So would you join us to to do that? Share this program with somebody. Tell them about the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Uh, It's a blessing. Uh, Also, uh, you can download KKLA's app. It's a free app, and you can uh, listen to us live on your your telephone, your smartphone, or your your iPad, your, your 
uh, smart Apple device, whatever. Uh, So download the KKLA app. Listen to KKLA Live. Listen to uh, all the podcasts that's on KKLA you get a, a, there's a bunch of information, a lot of shows you can you can listen to. It's, it's a great app to uh, to have on your phone. It's a great resource. So with that, we're going to go to our first caller. If you'd like to call in tonight, the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two for the live on air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in. If you have a question, a, a topic. Something you want to talk about, call in. If you have a praise report, again, call in 888-995-5552. With that, we're going to talk to our first caller, and that would be Maria. Hi, Maria. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi. Um, I'm calling because I have been speaking with you for several months regarding this person's um it's harsh to say the word, but stole their home. And uh-huh. I've been sick with lupus for a year, and we are taking this to court. But then my lawyer called me Friday uh-huh. and gave me a little bit good news that he wants to negotiate now. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if that's a good idea. I'm not too familiar with all this negotiating or going into court. He, I don't think he wants to go to court. I think he wants to settle out, but I want my home back. Right. uh, That's all I want is my home and maybe a little bit money for compensating that. Right. And you said this is your your lawyer or the the other people's lawyer that that called you? My lawyer. It's your lawyer. So he's he's, uh, recommending to settle or to try and negotiate something. Yes. Okay. Well, let's put this in prayer, Maria. We're gonna we're gonna pray about it. And, and, pray. and also, um, a friend of mine, her his her family was coming from Las Vegas to visit her for a birthday. Her name is Lupe Hazley. Uh huh. And her son was in a terrible accident with all the family in the van, flipped over three times. So right now they're in the ER. So can we keep them in prayer? Yes, let's pray for them right now. Father, we pray for Lupa and her family, Father. Lord, this terrible accident, Lord, these, it's, it's, it's a tragedy, Lord. Whenever there's an accident, whenever people go to the emergency room, Lord, I just pray, Father, for Lupa and her family, Lord, that you would sustain them, that you would heal them from any injuries, Lord. Lord, that all would be done according to your purpose and your will for their life, Lord, that you would use this for for your glory, Lord, to show your power and your strength. And, Lord, just you would comfort them and give them peace, Lord, and give them your healing and your provision, Lord. Only you, Lord, can can can, can give them what they need. Only you, Lord, can be their sustainer. Only you are their help, Lord. You know, the world looks to, to so many places, Lord, but we look to you. We lift our eyes, Lord, to the hills where our help comes from. Our help comes from the Lord. Lord, I just pray for this family, Lord, that you would protect them, that you would give your angels charge over them, Lord. Lord, thank you, Father, that they're all still alive, Lord, that they're all, Lord, be that they're all in the in the ER, Lord, and that I pray, Lord, that you would heal them, Lord, and comfort them and relieve, Lord, their pain, Lord, that they would come out of this, Lord, glorifying your name and just thanking you and giving you praise and glory. And, Lord, I pray for Maria, Lord, that you would give her wisdom, Father. Lord, that you would give her wisdom 
to know what to do, Lord. What have you provided for her? What is the step? What are the steps that you have ordered for her, Lord? You said, Lord, that you order our steps, that you make a, a path, Lord, that, 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 you, that, that your word is a, a path, a light unto us, Lord. Lord, we just look to you. We look to you, Lord, that you would give us your word, that you would give us your wisdom, that you would give us, Lord, all that we need to know what you would have us do. Let Maria know what you would have her do, Lord. What have you provided for her? What would you have her do, Lord? I pray for wisdom and guidance, Lord. Lord, that your Holy Spirit would over, over, overshadow her, Lord, and lead her in every step. And we pray in the mighty authority name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. God bless you, Maria. I know that thank the Lord. You. I know the Lord has a plan for you. I know the Lord has a, a, a way to restore to you all that was lost, and what what, what is regained is for His glory. And it's his Amen. power in your life. Amen. And I will call you for a praise report. I'll be and looking forward to it. God is um, going to give this person, weaken his heart to give me back what he stole. Amen. I, it was an awful year. I understand. I really so do. Thank you so much for your prayer. God bless you, Maria. Thank you for calling. Uh-huh. God bless. Let's go to our next caller, and let's talk to Norma. Hi, Norma. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can Hi, how can we help you tonight? Thank you for taking my call. Well, there's a few things. Let me start out first with um, my youngest son. He's 21, and lately he he hasn't been acting uh, the way he should. He likes to smoke marijuana on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and his um, his personality changed quite a bit to where he seems to be always angry all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, the other day, a policeman came to the house, knocked on the door, and I answered, and he had asked for my son. He said, does he live here? And I said, yes. So, well, where is he? I said, he may be asleep. He may be in his back room. I said, I can take him. He goes, yeah, because I need to talk to him. So I took him to the back. He was in the back room. Uh, I woke him up and I said, there's somebody here to see you that wants to talk to you. So he got dressed and he came out to the door and the officer presented himself to him. And I, I asked the officer, should I stay here or should I just let the two of you talk between the two of you? Mm-hmm. He goes, no, I want you to stay. I want you to listen to what your son's uh, been doing. So I say, anyway. It seems that uh, my son, the night before, he was intoxicated. I guess he was high or drunk. And he emailed this um, ex-teacher that he used to have in high school. I guess he used to have a crush on her before. So he mailed her some really vulgar, vulgar, I I mean, I can't even say it on the radio, but Mm -hmm. you can imagine, some very vulgar um, messages to her. And... uh, she reported it, but she didn't press charges. But the policeman um, advised my son, you know, if we really wanted to, we could take you into jail because this is a misdemeanor, this is a sex felony. Right. What you're doing. You know, so um, I just came to warn you not to do it. What's your What's your son's first name? Darren. Darren. Yes, well, and I used to, when they were little, from the very beginning, when they were little, I would always take them to church. I used to go to Calvary Chapel in Diamond Bar mm-hmm. with Raul Reese. Right. 
I took them there up until their teens. And the father, he would go now and then, but he wasn't really into it. He'd go once in a yeah. while. Are you His still Are you still going to Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar? Yes, yes I am. Yeah. They're not going. Um, I'm the only one that goes. Um, his father is very permissive. Mm-hmm. He doesn't back me up in a lot of things. Yeah. This is a good uh, example of what, uh, what I'm saying. I asked him, I said, you need to talk to him, or we both do. I tried to talk to him the other day, and he just yelled at me, and he called me every name in the book, every four-letter word you could yeah. think of. And I told my son, on my husband again, I said, you need to talk to him. You need to tell me that he has no right, no business. Talk to me like that. I'm his mother. You know, I've always yeah. been good to them. I've always... Well, been there for them, prayed for them, and did the best I could as a mother. Yeah, well, Norma, I, I, you know, I, I think Darren has some underlying issues, and the number one issue, of course, is is his addiction to this this substance, marijuana. the marijuana, and it, it does things to a person's mind. It uh, yeah. changes a person's uh, uh, right. character and nature, and well, it causes. He's trying yeah. to uh, yeah. Now, now that they and, legalize it, he, yeah. he tries to like uh, what's the word. I guess defend it. Well, he yeah he tries to just he he tries to just he's going to try you know he tries to justify his actions right. he tries to justify his exactly. you know what he's doing and he's right. he is in the state of denial of course and right. there's there's underlying issues and you know uh, I know uh, Pastor Rawl has uh, he has uh, men's groups and he has uh, programs for this type of right. for this type of situation. So, you know, I would encourage you to to get in touch with, with Pastor Rawl or an assistant pastor, somebody at the church who who can who can be more personal and more intimate and more uh you know involved with, with right. Darren if he's willing. But we need to pray. And uh I don't think your husband is gonna be much help in this situation. No, he's he's not. He's not. You know, but but there are people that 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 are willing to help that will get involved with Darren that will uh disciple him and, and just kind of try and lead him and and, and 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 just kind of see what's the what is the root what's at the root of the problem see the the, the smoking marijuana that is a problem but but that's uh uh how can i say this that's not the core problem you know, and then what makes it more in my my daughter i have another daughter she instigates yeah, it she buys yeah. it yeah, well, this is so a this is a this is a right. symptom. The marijuana yeah. is a symptom. It's it's the way he medicates. It's the way he makes himself right, feel right. better for other things right. that he's feeling. So, Father, I just come before you, and first of all, Lord, we pray for Norma, and we ask, Lord, that 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 you would just reach out to Norma and give her wisdom, Father, give her grace and give her mercy and patience, Lord, to know what to do, Lord. Lord, she's doing what she needs to do. She's turning to you. She's asking for prayer, Lord. She's asking for help, Father. And I pray that you would lead her in the direction, Lord, that she needs to go, Father. Lord, that you would just lead her into that place, Lord, to be able to minister to her son. We pray for Darren, Lord. Even though he's 21 years old, Lord, he's still so young. And he needs to be influenced, Lord, not by the marijuana, not by what he's feeling, Lord, but he needs to be influenced by the Holy Spirit. So I just pray, Lord, that you would pour out your Holy Spirit upon him, that you would pour out conviction upon him, Lord. Lord, that you would take him to a place, Lord, of where he could really meet you, where he could really know you. Because marijuana, Lord, is not the answer to his problem, Lord. Lashing out at his school teacher, Lord, is not 
the answer to his problem. That's not what's going to make him better. That's not, that's not, that's not what's going to satisfy him or fill his need, Lord. You're the one who fills the need. You're the one who fills that place, Lord. You're the only one who could fill that emptiness in his heart, that emptiness in his soul, Lord. So I pray for his soul, Lord, that you would bring him to conviction, that you would bring him to a place of salvation, Lord, where he would receive you, your grace and your mercy, and you would sustain him and you would fulfill him, Lord. You would validate him, and Lord, everything that he needs to feel, Lord. Maybe what he didn't get from his father, Lord. Maybe that's what, what he's feeling, Lord. Maybe there was something in his childhood, Lord. We don't know, but you do, Lord. You know what Darren needs, Lord. You know how to help him, Father. And I just pray, Lord, that you and your grace and your mercy, Lord, that he would receive all that you desire to do for him, Father. Lord, I pray against this addiction to marijuana. I pray that you would break the chains of addiction. Lord, that you would do a mighty work in his life, Lord, and that you would be glorified through Darren, through Darren's salvation and through Darren's recovery. Lord, through, Lord, that you would bring him to a place of sobriety, Lord, where he could where he would be freed from this addiction, freed, Lord, from the anger, freed, Lord, from the pain of whatever he's going through. And I thank you, Father. I pray that you, again, that you would lead Norma, Lord, that you would just direct her path, Lord. Where, where have you provided help, Lord? We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. God bless you, Norma. And again, reach out to Calvary Chapel. Reach out to the people there. I know that they're that they're willing to help, and I know that they have that they have groups and plans, you know that that will that will help you to be able to help Darren and maybe get him into a program with other men that he can be, you know, open and honest and transparent with. That he can just, you know, just 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 pour out his heart and and just get some help. Okay, okay I'll, I'll look into that. I'll try that. Okay, Norma. God Thank bless you. So much you. for your prayer. God, God bless, bless you. Good night. Good night. Well, I see it on the on the message board. Um, Lucy called in and she's asking for prayer. Her sister in law, Beatrice, lost her daughter. Uh, her daughter was murdered. So, Father, we just pray for Beatrice. Lord, we pray that you would give her your comfort and your peace, your grace and your mercy. Lord, Lord, you said that you comfort those who are mourning, that you're their comforter, that you're their peace. Lord, I just pray for, for Beatrice. I pray for Lucy, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would be there in that gap, Lord, that you would be there in that loss, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that your comfort and your peace would be upon them, Father. Give them strength and power, Lord. Give them, Lord, the knowledge of your love, the experience of your love and your closeness. Lord, just reveal yourself to them in a way that that, that human understanding cannot comprehend we just pray in jesus name for your comfort amen amen let's go to our next caller and we're going to talk to marcus hey marcus you're on the air how can we help you tonight hi sammy i hope you're well first yes thank you i'm doing well and uh, i have a, a few things i wanted to ask you okay uh the first one i before i forget i don't know if uh, jeremiah is still looking for a place to live but uh, there's a place that's being remodeled in my neighborhood, and it's going to be coming up for rent in November. Oh, awesome. So uh, I have a phone number and a person's name. If uh, I don't know how you want me to handle that. Uh, well, I can put you on hold, and uh, we can. Stephen will take the number, and then if Jeremiah calls or we get in touch with Jeremiah, I'll, I'll pass it along. Okay. And uh, then I had a couple of um, so a, a, a prayer requests, but also I had um, 
a question before that. Sure. I was listening to, uh, uh, I'll figure which program it was on um, KKLA, but somebody, <clears throat> one of the pastors was saying that the uh, oldest book in the Bible was Job. Right. And that's true. Is that correct? Yes, I, I, it is correct. The oldest uh, book in the Bible would be would be Job. Now, um, uh, uh, Moses wrote Genesis, you know, Leviticus, yeah. Numbers, Deuteronomy, and it was about, I believe it was around 1,500 years before Christ that uh, Moses wrote, and and actually Job predates Moses. The book of Job predates his writings. Okay, that seemed like it would be the other way around, but I, was, I just wasn't sure. Yeah, well, the Bible is not chronological in, in, the, or in the order of the book's you know, it's not chronological, but uh, from from the from the manuscripts that we have, uh, it's it's thought that Job predates uh, the writings of Moses. So, so the oldest book in the Bible is 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 known to be Job. Okay, thank you for that. And I'd like to ask for uh, prayers for um, myself and Vicky to cast out oppression and and get protection, uh, peace, and love and health, and for Vicki especially, uh, healing from her abusive childhood. Well, Father, we come before you, Lord, and we bring this request to you, Lord. Lord, we want to, Lord, the way you freed us from the oppression of sin and death and the penalty of sin and death, Lord, you can free, Lord, from, from every encumbrance of this world, Lord. Lord, this you said in this world we will have trials, but to take courage because you have overcome the world. And, Lord, we have that victory in you, Lord. We can reach out to you, Lord, and touch the hem of your garment and be healed, just like that woman, Lord, was healed after 12 years of suffering, Lord. No matter how many years, Lord, of suffering there is, Lord, you can relieve the suffering. You can relieve the oppression, Lord. You can protect and you can do all things, Lord, and you do. My God shall supply for all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And I just pray that prayer over Marcus and Vicky, Lord, right now, that you would provide for all of their needs. Lord, that you would free them from oppression, Lord, that you would give them prosperity and that you would give them favor, Lord. Lord, that in, in, all, in, in everyone they come into contact with, Lord, that they would be a blessing and that they would be blessed, Lord, that there would be no oppression, Lord, no persecution, Lord, but there would be freedom from all of these things of the world, Father. And I just pray, Lord, that they would prosper and be in health as their soul prospers, Lord. We prosper in you, Father. Every day that we live in your grace, every day that we live in your mercy, every day, Lord, we live in your word and we live in the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Greater is he that is in me than he who is in the, in the world. Lord, you're living in, in Marcus and Vicky's life. You're living in their hearts, Lord. And I know that you will manifest power, Lord, and you will manifest grace and mercy for them, Lord, because they are requesting, they're asking, they're coming to the throne room of God, the mighty God of the universe. They're coming boldly, Lord, by faith, Lord, to ask and to seek all that you desire to do for them. And we ask, Lord, that you would manifest all of your blessing for them in their life, Lord, that you would do a mighty work in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. That was beautiful, Sammy. God bless you, Marcus. All the best. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Thanks for calling. Good night. Oh, Marcus, I'm putting you on hold. So just uh, go ahead and give that uh, that uh, uh, number to Stephen, and we'll get the, the word out to Jeremiah uh, when he calls. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Alex. 
Hey, Alex, you're on the you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can uh, we help you tonight? Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank you for taking up my call. And uh, I have a, a question about uh, the topic about selection. And uh, What do you mean by selection? Uh, God chooses the people he's going to save. Okay, the elect. The, you're talking about the, the elect. Okay. Yeah. Election. Before the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. So uh, there are people who are not selected. Can you explain that more to me? And uh, I'll well, be glad. Well, it's not that, that God doesn't. Well, how can I say this? We know that God elects. He, the, yeah. the Bible tells us that God elects, but it's not it's not clear on what on what basis does God elect? You know, uh, the Calvinists say that He just elects according to His uh, according, according to His uh, purpose. According to well, He 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 elects in in a way that it's just random. That's what the Calvinists might say, but you know, I, I don't I don't believe that. I don't believe. It says, you know, so it says in the Bible, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, so that whoever would believe in Him should not perish but have eternal life. God has elected to 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 save everyone. He has given that chance to save everyone. He has given that 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 that, that the chance for all to be saved because He gave His Son for the whole for the entire world, but. He elects those who would be saved, those who choose, those who accept, those who receive Christ are the elect. So it's not that, that God randomly saves people some to, uh, for heaven and, and chooses some to go to hell. No, we make that choice. We choose whether or not to be saved. And if we choose to be saved, we are God's elect. And if we choose, yeah. if we choose not to, 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 to receive Christ, if we choose to be separated from God here on earth, then God honors our decision, not only here on earth, but even in, in eternity. So I would say that God elects on the basis of those who will receive Christ. Those who receive Christ are the elect. They are the chosen that God has, has elected to, to be with him in his kingdom because of our choice, because of our free will. We choose uh, to receive the salvation that Christ that that Christ has provided for on the cross. Does that make sense, Alex? Yeah, but the Bible says uh, He chose already before the the creation of. Uh, before, yeah, it, it says in Jeremiah, before before you were born, I chose you because He knew. See, God is God is all knowing. He's He He's omniscient. He has all knowledge. He know he knew what you would do. He knew that you would call this radio station tonight before you were even born. He knew everything about you. He knows every hair that's on your head, Alex. He know the Bible tells us that. He knew what you would do all through your life before you were even born. So on that basis, God knows that you would choose to be saved, that you would come to a point of repentance and choose to be saved, and he elected you on that basis of his knowledge. He has all knowledge, Alex. He knows, see, God is not trapped in time the way we are. God transcends time. God created time. So he's not limited to time and, 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 that, and that information. We, you know, we can look back to yesterday, and we know what happened yesterday, but we can't see into tomorrow. God sees tomorrow 
as easily as we see yesterday. He knows the future. He knows what's going to happen. He knows everything, Alex. And that's how, on the basis, I believe that that's, that's, how, that's how God can say that he elected you before you were even born because he knew you would come to the place of receiving Christ and receiving is salvation. That you, is that what you mean by before the creation of the world? Yes, even before the creation of the world. He knew. He had a plan. He knew it all. He knew what he would do. And he knew what you would do. So God God is all-knowing. He's, he's, he's omnipotent, all-powerful. He's omniscient, all-knowing. And he's omnipresent. He's everywhere all at the same time. These are the these are just three of the great attributes of God. So does that answer your question, Alex? Uh, not really, because uh, oh. I, I was I was thinking uh, there's a such thing like you know, create, uh, he chose the people before the creation of the world. So before anything else, he's got the list already. Well. I don't know if you can say he's got the list already, but he, but he know he he knew everything. He knows everything. His 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 knowledge is unlimited. He knows everything. He he you know he doesn't have to to ponder. He doesn't have to to work things out. He knows. He's he's omniscient. He's all knowing, and he knew you before you was even born, Alex. And he knew the life that you would live. And he knew the, the time when you would come to the place of repentance, and he chose you on that basis. And, he, and, and that's that's how he elects. I believe that's how he elects. Predestined, you know, he, the Bible uses the word predestined. Uh, the Bible is what? Uh, the, uh, he predestined us to be adopted as his own. He predestined, plan. yes. He he made the plan of salvation that we we would be adopted. Uh, adopted sons uh, through Jesus Christ. You know, what, what do you mean by in accordance with his pleasure and will? Well, it was his will and his pleasure to save us. You know, it says that, that Jesus, for, for, for the joy set before him, endured the, the pain of the cross. You know, that he knew that if he was to go to the cross, that the only way for us to be saved would be through his sacrifice on the cross. And for the joy said before him, he endured the cross so that we might be saved. We were the joy that was set before him. Our salvation was the joy that was set before him. So for the for the joy set before him, he endured the pain of the cross. He endured all the suffering of the cross. So that's, you know, and, and, and he knew this from, from even, you know, even back in Genesis, you know, he told the, the serpent, he told Lucifer, he told the, Satan that there would come a time when he would bruise Jesus' heel, but that Jesus would crush his head. So he prophesied, even in, in Genesis 3.15, we see that. And that was the first prophecy ever given in the Bible, that the, the power of the enemy would be broken, would, his, his power would be crushed, the power of sin and death would be crushed through the work of Jesus Christ. Is election salvation? To be to uh, we are saved uh, through through the power we are saved through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. It says by grace you have been saved through faith. You know so salvation. You know uh, to be elect is to be saved is is is, is the is the work of is the work of salvation. You know God chooses the elect. He chose those who who would receive Christ to be saved. 
So, you know, election and predestination, these are things that, that, that have been talked about and debated about for, for, for hundreds of years. And these are things that were, this is one of the mysteries that I was meant, that I was talking about earlier in the program, that God reveals his mysteries. But God has chosen, you know, God has not totally and completely revealed this mystery of election and predestination. This is something that, that we, that we talk about, we debate about, and it's something that, that we, that we need to, 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 to study and to understand that God predestines according to his perfect will, and his perfect will is that all would be saved, but the, but, but, but the truth is that not all choose to be saved. So God has, cho- God has chosen to save the entire world, but the, but the entire world, is, not the entire world will be saved because of choice. We have the free will to choose or to reject Jesus Christ. Okay, got to run, Alex. God bless you. Thank, Thank you, you for your call. Much. Thank you very much. Thank God bless. Much. Let's go back to our phone lines, and we're going to talk to Scott. Hey, Scott, you're on the air. How you doing, man? Good evening. How are you, brother? I'm doing well, thank you. What can? How can we help you tonight? Well, actually, I'm glad that I just got to listen in on hold with the uh, phone call with Alex. Yeah? Because, uh, yeah. I hope that he understands that we don't find Jesus, that Jesus finds us first, and yep. that he's pursuing us, and that we make the choice to either accept or reject his salvation. Yeah, you know, it's like, w- w- did we go out looking for God? No, none of us were out looking for God. Jesus sent his Holy Spirit, and he was he called us. You know, Jesus said, no one comes to the Father unless they be drawn by the Holy Spirit. He came looking for us, Scott. He came looking for us in every one of our situations. You know, my story is different than your story, and and our story is different than Alex's story and, and Marcus. Everybody has their own story of how they became a Christian, how the Lord came looking for them. God yeah. came looking for us. He drew us into his presence, and that's just another uh, example of his grace and his mercy and his his love for us. He drew us into his presence, and he brought us. And, you know, when we received him, you know, he, he didn't elect us, you know, uh, on the basis of, of how we lived our life. He elected us according to our choice. We chose to, to, we chose to receive the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ that he so graciously extended to us. And on that basis, we are the elect because we are the children of God, because we made a choice, and that choice was to receive Christ and receive his salvation. And thank God for His grace and His mercy. Thank God for for His sacrifice that He that 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 He gave on the cross. Because without that, we would all be lost. We would all be lost. Yeah, you've got that right. Yes, thank you for Jesus. Amen. And, uh, yeah, honestly, Sam, we spoke earlier today, and um, I think both of us were a little preoccupied with our day, but I'm. Um, I'm glad that I was able to call you now because uh, actually the last time that we were in our first step meeting, um, I did receive a phone call, and it was from my dad. And uh, because you are familiar with my testimony and my backstory, I haven't seen my dad now in 13 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was really looking forward to seeing him, and he is on the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. So it makes it pretty difficult to uh, just reach out and and to uh, 
see each other right. on that basis. But uh, really, I did call in for prayer tonight, and that's not only because, like I say, you're familiar with what's happening with my health and my family. We attend the same church. But the part that you don't understand is that my dad is not saved and that there has been a lot of prayer for my dad for a number of years. Mm -hmm. He was uh, almost killed in a car accident on the 4th of July in 2001 and had to be airlifted off of the 10 freeway and um, been praying for him for a number of years. And when I received that phone call, it was a phone call letting me know that yet again, I'm not going to be able to see him. And the reason was is that he lost his footing and fell off of a stepladder packing to come to California and shattered his heel. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I really... Well, my family is not only broken because of addiction, alcoholism, abuse, and because there are some believers, but at this point, I don't think that there can be uh, real healing in my family without certain members coming before the Lord. And uh, I'm really hoping that through your intercession and your prayer that maybe at some point my dad will finally uh, accept that role in his life. Hey, man. Well, you know, God, God takes the broken pieces of our life, Scott, and he puts them back together in a way that is so miraculous. And Father, I just pray for Scott right now. I pray for Scott and his family, Lord. Lord, though the broken pieces of his family, Lord, seem impossible to become, to come together, Lord, you do the impossible. You're able to do abundantly and exceedingly beyond what we can, whatever, even what we can imagine, Lord. And though the impossible is impossible, nothing is impossible for you, Lord. Lord, you can take the broken pieces and make a beautiful, a beautiful picture. And I just pray for Scott, Lord. I know that his health isn't well right now, but I know that you have a way of changing those circumstances, Lord. And I just pray your perfect healing upon Scott. I pray, Lord, that you would touch him, Lord, and that from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, he would experience, Lord, the healing power of an awesome and mighty God. And I pray for for his dad, Lord, that you would bring him, Lord, to the place of, of election, that place of salvation, that place, Lord, where he would have an opportunity, Lord, to receive the grace and mercy of Jesus Christ. Lord, that you would heal him, Lord, spiritually, Lord, that you would heal him physically, Lord, that you would heal him emotionally, Lord, and that he would come into a right relationship with you and a right relationship with his family, Lord, with his son, with his grandson, Lord, with the people in his life, Lord. I just pray, Lord, for the miraculous working of your Holy Spirit in Scott and in his, life, in, his, in his family, Father. Lord, I just pray, Lord, for a mighty pour, outpouring of your Holy Spirit. Lord, that you would change circumstances, that you would change situations, and that change would bring glory to the name of Jesus Christ because it is only through him that we receive any good thing, Lord. You said that all good things come from heaven. All good things are a blessing from you. And I pray for good things, Lord, in Scott's life. I pray for, for his dad. Lord, I just pray for every circumstance and every situation, Lord, that needs to be, that needs a touch from you, 
that you would do the work that only you can do, Father. And I thank you for Scott. I thank you for his testimony. I thank you for his encouragement. I thank you for for his love for you and for his mom and for his son. Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing and all that you will do and all that's going to be done. And I pray that it all be done for your glory, to glorify your name, for a testimony, Lord, of your strength and power and grace and mercy. Lord, you are all we need, and we find all we need in you, Lord, in your presence right now, Lord. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, my brother. I love you. You've been a blessing in my life and a great encouragement. And I look forward to seeing you at church tomorrow. Okay, man. We'll see you. We'll see you then. God bless. Thanks for calling in. You have a good night. You too. On the way home. Thank you. God bless. Well, let's go back to our phones. Wow, a lot of calls tonight. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Let's let's go. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Diana. Hi, Diana. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? God bless you. I have two prayer requests, and I'm calling for one is that we have a neighbor. She's really wicked and bitter, mm-hmm. and she's harassing my household. <clears throat> now I find out every time we go out, she pops out of nowhere with the Gossipers crowd, mm-hmm. and she's turning almost all the neighbors against my family for no reason. Mm-hmm. I just don't know why. Then I have another prayer request. My son was in jail. They, her, his friend paid for bail bond. And he's only off, I mean, free today and Sunday. Tomorrow he's supposed to see now an attorney. And hopefully that attorney helps my son that he doesn't go back in jail for 180 Mm -hmm. days. Because my son told me he just got saved. He was crying today. I just saw him today. Mm -hmm. I go, what? You're saved? I go, thank you. I go, I can't believe Praise the Lord. God is good. Amen. And I told him that the radio's been praying for him, Gypsy, and some other churches too. He goes, well, I'm saved, Mom. But not what? Guess what, Mom? I go, what? I don't want to go back. They're forcing me to do drugs and drink and to fight, beat up a lot of inmates in there. And they're they're making me do things I don't want to do. I don't know what he meant, but I got so stressed out and, yeah. like, like sad when he told me that. Because, Mom, do something, pray or something. Because, okay. Because they want to hurt him when he goes back. Because, Mom, I don't want to do nothing, but I'm not supposed to. It's going to get worse if right. I go back Monday. Well, so, for God put his hand right there Amen. too and that he's free when he talks yeah. to an attorney tomorrow yeah. that he don't go back to jail instead Diana, home arrest. Diana what's yes. his what's his name? Rudy. Rudy. Father we just yes. we come before you Lord and we just pray for Rudy. And Father I thank you for his salvation. I thank you Lord for your saving grace. I thank you Lord that you took him out of the place that he was in his life Lord and that you brought him into the saving knowledge of who you are Lord and what what you've done for him, Father. And I just pray, Lord, that he would find favor, Lord, in the in the eyes of the court, and that he wouldn't have to go back to jail, that you would save him, Lord, from that environment, that you would save him from that place, Lord, but, Lord, that you would do a mighty work in his life, Lord, and that you would, again, Lord, that you would change whatever was happening in his life, Lord, that caused him to stray, that caused him to do something that would cause him to go to jail, Lord, that you would change that 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 circumstance in his life, Lord, that he wouldn't repeat the mistakes of his past, but that he would seek the saving grace and the knowledge of who you are, Lord, that he would grow up and mature and, and just grow in the grace and knowledge of who you are, that he would serve you in all that he does, in all that he says, Lord, in all that he thinks, Lord, that, that you would just, Lord, just do a miraculous work in his life. Save him, Lord, as you saved his soul, Lord. Save him from 
jail, Lord, that he wouldn't have to go to jail, Father. I thank you, Lord. I pray for your perfect will to be accomplished in his life, Lord. And I pray for Diana, Lord. Lord, for this woman, Lord, that, 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 that's being such a menace, Lord, I just pray that you would touch her heart, that you would touch her, Lord, and that she would come to know you, Lord, and that, they, that, that her and Diana, Lord, would, would be sisters in Christ. Lord, we pray for her salvation, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you would move upon her, Lord, and that you would take the heart of stone and give her a heart of flesh. We just pray, Lord, that you would reach her and touch her, Lord. Use Diana, Lord, even to tell her that God loves her that you love her, Lord, and that she is loved by an awesome God and that you gave your son to, to save her. So I just pray, Lord, that, that you would intervene in this situation in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless you, you, Diana. God bless you in the ministry. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. Good night. Bye. Uh, we have another prayer request uh, from uh, Marie. <clears throat> has a disease and she needs prayer. Uh, so we just pray, Father, for Marie. Lord, that uh, as she called in, Lord, to ask for prayer, that she would receive your grace, your mercy, your healing, Father. We just pray, Lord, all that you desire to do, Lord, in her life would be done, Lord. Lord, that you would intervene in this circumstance, in this situation, Father, that you would provide a good report from the doctor and that things would change, Lord, and that you would be glorified through her healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we're running out of time. And uh, Vicky, Eddie, please uh, keep holding on, and, and, and uh, we'll pray with you after the radio show is over. But I just wanted to take a few minutes to talk about something we talked about last night in uh, at the prayer meeting, and it's in Mark chapter 14. And you know, it's getting uh, late in his ministry, and <clears throat> he's he's in Jerusalem. Jesus is in Jerusalem, and he's, it's the Passover time, and it says. In Mark chapter 14, verse 1, Now the Passover and unleavened bread were two days away, and the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to seize him and to kill him. For they were saying, Not during the festival, otherwise there might be a riot of the people. So look at this. It's two days before the Passover. And what do we see? We see the Jewish rulers out to get Jesus, to kill him. You know, it's come a time already, they've had enough. They've had enough of Jesus. It's been three years, three and a half years of Jesus' ministry, and they have, they've had enough of Jesus' teaching. They've had enough of Jesus' miracles. They've had enough of his claims of being the Messiah. Yes, Jesus claimed to be the Messiah. He claimed to be the Son of God. He told people that he was the Son of God and that he is the Christ. And they've had enough of it. They don't want him around anymore. And they're ready to put him on trial, even though they've already judged him. Because it says, look at this, it says they're, they're, they're looking to kill him. It says they, that, they were, that the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to seize him and kill him. So it's not like they wanted to put him on trial to see what would happen or to, 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 to establish his guilt or innocence. They've already tried him in their, in their hearts. They've already tried him in their minds. They've judged Christ already, and they're looking to murder him. They're looking to kill him. They're ready to put him on trial, even though they've already judged him. But it says, but not during the festival. Otherwise, there might be a riot of the people. You know, they were afraid of a riot. They were afraid of the people. They knew what, what, how, 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 high, how highly Jesus was regarded by the people. 
The entire country of Israel had heard about Christ, had heard about Jesus. They've heard about his miracles. They've heard about the feeding of the 5,000 and the 4,000. They've heard about him raising Lazarus from the dead and healing the sick and casting out demons. All uh, gee, the, 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 word, the, the word got out. The word is out about Jesus, that Jesus is in the country and he's performing miracles. This man is speaking with authority about Scripture. He's revealing Scripture. He's teaching like no one had ever taught before. They were saying, we've never heard anyone teach with such authority. He was teaching the, the authority of God because he is God. You know, he's teaching with authority about the Bible because he wrote the scriptures. He gave the scriptures. He inspired the scriptures. His teaching. The people are amazed in his teaching. They're amazed at what he's able to do. But the chief priests and the Pharisees, they were afraid of the people. What about God? They weren't afraid of God. They were not afraid of God. They were afraid of the people. And something I, I shared on the site, isn't that where this country is at right now? Isn't that where the world is at right now? We're afraid of what people think, but we're not afraid of what God thinks. Don't we see that in this country? What about Christians? What about churches? A lot of pastors are afraid of what people will say about their sermons what about god we need to return to a healthy reverence of who god is we need to return to a a healthy fear of god the bible tells us that the, the the fear of god is the beginning of wisdom so i just want to encourage you don't worry about what people think you stand up for god stand up for his word stand up for your faith be willing to share with somebody that jesus loves them Don't worry about being politically correct. Don't worry about what people will think. Worry about what God says, what God thinks. God has told us what he thinks. God has told us in his word. God has revealed himself in his word. We need to study his word. We need to get into his word. We need to to think like God thinks. We need to see the world the way God sees the world. Don't worry about what people think. Don't worry about what people say. You know, I can't get on the radio and worry about offending people. Yeah, I don't want to offend anybody, but the Bible and the truth is an offense. We don't have to add to the offense, but we need to stand up for the word. Well, I just wanted to share that with you for a few minutes. You know, you can get the whole teaching that we do every Friday night. So if you're looking for a place to be on Friday nights to to worship and to get into the word, join us. Friday nights at 8 p.m., 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. And Stephen's got that music playing in the background, so you know our time's up for tonight. Well, I hope you enjoyed the program. I pray the Lord be with you this week. May the Lord bless your week. And I hope you'll join us next week back here at the Gypsy Christian Hour, same time here at KKLA. Gentonchi me in devlesa. God bless you, and good night.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.